Good morning. My topic today is focused on Christ. So imagine you're riding in the passenger seat of a car. As you're driving down the road, you see that you are beginning to drive through a cloud of bugs. And that's not something we deal with here a lot, but it is something that we have dealt with already. And you know, as you're, as you're driving, the bugs are slowly coating the windshield. And you're beginning to struggle to see the road. And you kind of glance over. Maybe you think, maybe the driver's side isn't as bad. Maybe, maybe he can see the road. But you're continuing down the road, and you're starting to get nervous because it's not getting any better. Uh, the, you continue to struggle to see past the bugs. It's just getting worse and worse, and you're starting to get more and more scared, but the driver isn't slowing down. He doesn't seem to notice the bugs, he's just cruising. Well, finally, you turn to your driver and you ask, how can you see to drive safely? And the driver replies, oh, I hadn't really noticed the bugs, I was focusing on the road. We must focus on Christ and strive to live in a manner that is pleasing to him. Philippians 3.14 reminds us to press on toward the goal in our faith journey and that our final destination will be in heaven with Christ. We must look at our current perceived maturity with an eternal perspective and if there are areas in which our understanding is incomplete, God will make clear to us what we need to learn, grow, and improve. We must live up to what we have already attained in Christ and keep striving for a closer relationship with him. As we focus on Christ and the path he has chosen for us, he will lead us in faith and hope, bless us with true understanding and joy in his presence. The Bible contains several stories of people who lost their focus on Christ and how it was dealt with. Luke 10, 40 through 42. But Martha was cumbered about much serving and came to him and said, Lord, dost thou not care that my sister hath left me to serve alone? Bid her therefore that she help me Martha was so focused on serving those around her, and though that was not a bad thing in itself, she had lost her focus on Jesus and his teaching. Verse 41, And Jesus answered and said unto her, Martha, Martha, thou art careful and troubled about many things, but one thing is needful, and Mary hath chosen that good part, which shall not be taken away. Martha was probably shocked to hear that Jesus didn't value her serving as much as Mary's listening. A constant battle we face is letting the fragmentation of urgent demands distract us from the good of listening to Jesus. If we believe that once we're on top of things, it will change, that we'll finally have the time to listen more to Jesus after we've plowed through these demanding tasks hanging over our heads, we're likely being deceived. By focusing on Christ, we can view the cares of this world through his eyes and live a life that is guided by his principles. Jesus said that one thing is needful. And Mary had chosen that good part she was sitting at his feet and focusing on his holy word. We can gain wisdom through studying scripture and applying what we have learned to our everyday lives. It requires a continual effort of prayer, fasting, confession, and seeking God's will as we explore and build a deeper relationship with Jesus. Our faith will be strengthened and our love for him will grow. We are called to be a light to the world and proclaim the gospel of Jesus because it is his power that will transform us and empower us to live a life of purposeful joy. Sometimes, as the cares of this world sweep around us, we panic and lose our focus on Christ. This causes us to focus on our tasks and think into them so far that we can no longer see where we must look. We can no longer see Jesus to focus on him. 
uh, Matthew 14, 22 to 32. And straightway Jesus constrained his disciples to get into a ship and to go before him unto the other side while he sent the multitudes away. And when he had sent the multitudes away, he went up into a mountain apart to pray. And when the evening was come, he was there alone. But the ship was now in the midst of the sea, tossed with the waves, for the wind was contrary. And in the fourth watch of the night, Jesus went unto them, walking on the sea. And when the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were troubled, saying, It is a spirit. And they cried out in fear. But straightway Jesus spake unto them, saying, Be of good cheer, it is I, be not afraid. And Peter answered him and said, Lord, if, if it be thou, bid me come unto thee on the water. And he said, Come. And then when Peter was come down out of the ship, he walked on the water to go to Jesus. But when he saw the wind boisterous, he was afraid, and beginning to sink, he cried, saying, Lord, save me. And immediately Jesus stretched forth his hand and caught him and said unto him, O thou have little faith, wherefore didst thou doubt? And when they were coming to the ship, the wind ceased. When Peter took his eyes off of Christ and began to look at the circumstances around him, his faith weakened and he sank. I've always imagined Peter walking on the water. He's focused on Christ. This is his goal. He's going to his master. But as he's walking, he sees off to the side, there's, there's a wave coming, big wave. And, and he begins to lose his focus on Christ and kind of look at that wave. And as he turns, his focus is gone from Christ, and now it's fully on the wave, and the wave slaps into him, and he goes under. And as he comes up, he's kind of disoriented. He doesn't know where to look. He can't see Jesus anymore. He doesn't know where to focus. So he calls out in fear to the one person that he knows can help him. And Jesus has not lost his focus on Peter. He's, he, he saw where he is. He knows where he is, and he's right there, ready to reach out and take him and draw him back up out of that, out of his struggles. When we begin to sink with the weight of our tasks, it may sometimes feel like we can no longer focus on Christ because we cannot see him. This feeling does not mean that he is not there, but when we lose focus on Christ, we must call on him to save us. God has promised us in his word that if we call on him, he will hear us and save us. Psalm 50:15, And call upon me in the day of trouble, I will deliver thee, and thou shalt glorify me. Psalm 91:15. He shall call upon me, and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. And Jeremiah 33, 3. Call unto me, and I will answer thee, and show thee great and mighty things which thou knowest not. Focus on Christ is essential to the Christian walk because it is only through him that we can experience true trans transformation. It is our faith in Jesus Christ that makes us a new creation, and it is his power that works in us to overcome sin. Focusing on him helps us to remain in the path of righteousness and continue to submit to his authority. With Jesus as our example, we will learn how to humbly serve, love others, and become more like him in our hearts and actions. He is the ultimate source of truth and light in the world, and so it is important to focus our efforts on glorifying him and preparing ourselves to join him in heaven one day. Colossians 3, 1 through 2. If ye then be risen with Christ, seek those things which are above, where Christ sitteth on the right hand of God. Set your affections on things above, not on things of the earth. Let's bow our heads for prayer.